Welcome back, everyone, to Anime Savants. Um, if you haven't listened to us in a minute, you just heard our new opening. We know it bangs. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, and today's episode is just like, you know, um, an impromptu episode where we are literally going to go down the list of all the new things that we're interested in that's coming out in the fall 2020 season. We aren't going to cover the shows that are like returning or that have already had like multiple seasons. We're only going to cover all of the new stuff that's coming out. So speaking of that, um, let's start with Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen, I've been talking about it ever since, uh, I guess it was announced that it was getting an adaptation maybe like four, six months ago? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that of all the big shonen that are out there, it's the one that's sort of flown under the radar, at least on the, the manga scene, for quite some time. So, you know, the, the debut is, I guess, this Friday. Yeah. It's a... You know, at least at first glance, it probably, from a setting point of view, has a lot in common with Bleach and some of the other sort of like spirit detective style shonen. Its uh, protagonist is Yuji Itadori. Uh, he is in ingests the finger of a great demon and winds up getting pulled into a world where curse users battle curses. It's really cool. I think the manga itself is known for its very eclectic art style and really out there characters um i've looked at the at least the the previews that have been out for the last month or so they've been dribbling out the art is great i was a little concerned about if if we get any combat sakuga and the third preview that came out i think last week pretty much solidified my my (laughs) hype level for this show it's not quite as high as for some of the Crunchyroll Manwa uh, that rolled the last couple of seasons. But that's mostly because th- that was charting new ground. Whereas this Jujutsu Kaisen kind of falls in line with a long tradition of uh, shonen, uh, televised shonen, and it just looks good all around. I want to say up front that there, I know, I know that there are going to be a couple of characters, character standouts that are going to resonate very strongly with the community. Maybe not to the level of some of the shows that have dropped uh in in the last year just because when you look at some of the previews the way characters are drawn are not quite so unique as that they stand out on first viewing but i'm just put it out there right now be ready for some standing coming maybe in the next two to four weeks because it's gonna happen that fast it's it Okay. I, I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Okay, well, I could just go ahead and say that I generally was like meh on those first two PVs, but um, when the opening song started playing on that third one, I was like, give it to me right now. <laughs> they hyped me up. So I, I'm ready for it. It, lo- it looks good. It looks actually much better than I thought it did based off of just like the visuals. Yeah, Satoru Gojo was a character that I was most concerned because i think that if you look across the cast they're very uh uniform looking literally they are wearing uniforms and it's a very dark templated show you watch any of the previews a lot of stuff takes place at night in urban settings the characters don't have a lot of like pop to their color and the again like i think that that it's going to be a slow burn may not be quite as slow as fire force i think fire force took about a season to really get people yeah. inv- people invested. And by the time like, the first season ended, folks were like, oh yeah, that was a really good show. Jujutsu Kaisen has the possibility, at least in terms of the way the arcs are going to be structured and what is probably going to get animated this year, to hit pretty strong right out of the gate. But I do think that for those who are really, really invested in shows like Bleach, in the very beginning, it, it can swerve you into thinking that it's a very derivative sort of show it by no means is a lot of interesting new ideas i would actually put the power system that they introduce in terms of complexity and weirdness sort of in a in the same continuum as hunter hunter and maybe not to the extreme of jojo jojo's kind of off the reservation but like it is more than just your usual uh massive power up you know shooting laser beams at people 
whatever. It is very interesting, and as they go along, it gets much more interesting. So I think, again, like, you'll get what the, the show's DNA comes out very quickly. Um, so I don't know if it'll be as slow a burn as some of these other shows. Cool. I mean, I'm down. Yep. Right. <clears throat> Looks good. Sounds good. Uh, that'll probably be my week, part of my weekly watch for the season. Cool. Um, next up on mine is Noblesse. Mm-hmm. Noblesse is a manhwa adaptation running on Crunchyroll. It's sort of the third of the you know so-called big three or big four that run on webtoons. These include uh, Tower of God, God of High School, uh, Solo Leveling, and Noblesse. Noblesse has actually been around for quite some time. I want to say it's like over a decade. It's been running for over a decade. Um, oh, in webtoon, damn. I, I think so, or close to it. If not, if not a decade, maybe like seven or eight years. Uh, it's a uh, modern vampire tale. The lead Rizel basically wakes up after being asleep for almost a thousand years, uh, and is immediately drawn back into old conflicts as he sort of masquerades as a high school student. Sounds very pedantic, but this is a show that kind of goes off the rails very, very quickly. I would, again, put it in a category of more traditional shonen. I think the hook for Noblesse is the art style. There's lots of pretty boys. They're all over the place. It's par for the course for vampire stories. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of uh, supernatural action that doesn't really get too over the top that it's just sort of a a wash of colors. There's still there's there's a, there's plenty of intrigue and interest, and it's been running for a long time, and has a dedicated fan base who will go to war online over the perfection of this manhwa. I am not necessarily Jesus. the biggest fan, but it is something that I will probably be watching just to make sure you know to, to get a gauge on where the the Crunchyroll adaptation is, and it is being run by um, the 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 animation at least is is produced by Production IG. So, quality-wise, I don't think there's much to worry about there. Okay. I mean, the, to be honest, I watched, like, the preview clip that was, like, six minutes long, and I was like, eh, it seems kind of generic to me. But there was just a lot of, like, goofing off and talking. There really wasn't much, like, action and, like, exposition. And it was only six minutes, so. Eh. I mean, I'm going to watch yeah. it. But, you know, as as far as, like, the previews for other things, like, I'm like, eh, this doesn't really, like, grab my attention from the jump. Right. If you read the webtoon, one of the things that will jump out to you very quickly is that the structure of each chapter is a little different than what you might expect even from um, other webtoons where about they, they do the sort of half and half where half of the or maybe three quarters of the chapter will be serious plot moving um activities and then there's usually a back half or a back quarter that's more slice of life and comedy driven um there are a lot of recurring jokes about the fish out of water nature of the main character who obviously has been asleep for a thousand years so doesn't really understand a lot of basic things about modern life in korea as that that's where it's set so i think that in terms of what they'll decide to animate and what the sort of tone of the show will be uh-huh. it'll probably straddle some line between supernatural action which could be more on the generic side and then certain styles of slice of life comedy and it may work for some people may not work for others but i think it's pretty cool okay um the next one that i have on my list is um our last crusade or the rise of a new world and uh, I've, I saw like the first PV for this one a while back and I was like, oh, okay, this kind of looks cool. And then I read a little like the plot synopsis of it and I'm pretty, it's, it seems pretty interesting. It's coming off to me as like, you know, a romance, um, romance action kind of thing. Um, it's not Isekai. I honestly thought it was an Isekai just from the title, but I was like, oh, cool. Okay, great. Not an Isekai. Um, there seems to be Magitek in it. So that's interesting. I'm... Pretty sure it's going to be politics and some other like bullshit world order thing going on for the overall arching part plot. But the thing that I really drew me to the trailers was the music. Like one of those songs had like really heavy strings and like a backing chorus. It reminded me of just like an RPG, like approaching the final battle esque like song. And I was like, ooh, who is this composer? Because I might just have to get a hold of this OST if I don't like the show. Is that that's what drew, drew me in. Also, the quality of it looks pretty, pretty good. So I'm definitely going to give it an, an episode or two or three. 
Yeah, I think Stu- Silverlink's behind it, and yeah, for me, they've had they've been kind of hit or miss in terms of what they produce. Like, I have a feeling that this will probably fall closer to uh, Raku. Was it Rakudai Kishi? Rakudai no Kishi. Uh, yeah, I think it'll probably fall closer to that. And however you feel about that show, uh, it just gives me a lot of those vibes. But it could just be the the character design. It could very easily just be that. I got Sao um, vibes from this, to be honest. It also kind of had that as well. I was hoping when I first read the preview that mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with Gunka no Baltazar. Uh, it was a military oh. um, sort of like fantasy alternate alternate history alternate universe military anime that was um, and manga that ran. I don't know if it's still running, but I think it 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 was one where again the characters might be a little on the the fantastical side. But the uh-huh. military part was serious. And so that's what I hope that if, you know, whatever energy they put into the romance, whatever energy they in developing that, developing those characters, whatever energy they put into the fantasy silliness, which could be fun. Because um, I think uh, Roku, Rokudai, no Kishi or whatever, like that was a that was a fun show, even though it wasn't like, you know, it's kind of dumb. Yeah, if we but could I get mean, that, that, with, that fight in episode nine made up for everything. Absolutely. No, I totally agree with you. So, but if we could just get a little bit of attention to the, what is clearly supposed to be a big part of this, this plot, which is like the actual like military combat, I'm, I'm cool with it. It'd probably be like a low key, you know, like catch up, you know, four or five episodes here or there when I remember that you it's, know, that it's running. Su- if they did that, I, I'd be down for that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't, I think that this is what I would call like a, um, a low floor but medium ceiling kind of show mm. where if they you know it's not gonna get like super high visual production so it's gonna really rest on how interesting all that like all the well this pv looks better than noblesse's but noblesse probably has so much shit to cover that they're like we can't really bust the budget on just yeah that's the other thing i mean what we've no i guess now that we've gone through um two two seasons worth of webtoon adaptations is that like there's so much content there mm-hmm. i mean i'm not saying like no bless is 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 some like amazing work of of creative fiction the the plot is probably the least interesting part of the show but if they go with the clip that they were for both uh tower of god and for god of high school then I could either see it working out really well and that you get a lot of like action, action, action or working out like, man, I don't know what the fuck is going on and maybe people would drop it. Whereas like this show, since there's like a romance sort of at the core, I feel like they'll just spend a lot of time on the 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 girl <laughs> for lack of a better well, way the of PV it. made it seem like it it the girl was the one who had the like the main attraction yeah even though i'm pretty sure it's like a i'm from what i've read it's mutual attraction but it seems like she's the one who's actually like crushing hard as fuck yeah which i don't want to like i don't want to detour but there's like a whole thing every time i watch like a season i try to get a feel for like where some parts of popular japanese culture are at with some ideas and uh there is that like idea of like the beta male yeah Japanese society being a major problem for the future of the country. <laughs> so the idea that like there all these shows with much more assertive like female characters, I don't think like it's con- it's like a conscious decision on anyone's part, but I see more of that. Yeah, I'm seeing so, it a lot. So Yeah. They- so I'm not I don't want to read too much into it, but like maybe there's a reason for why you know we're seeing a little bit more and i also i probably get really would probably get really pissed off if like this girl is like coming at him at 100 miles an hour he's just doing the the anime pro tag duck dodge and dive like i don't know why she's so interested in me oh my what's going God. on now if this then i will not watch yeah I will I'm, not, I'm not watching that shit like that no but i hope not i feel like there are plenty of other shows that are already like that that are coming out this season they have the one where those people are married. They have to get married to date each other. Yeah, wasn't there one last season where it was like a is- it was sort of an isekai, but like the whole premise was he had to impregnate twelve girls. What? Like, Wait, but then, it- but then, but okay, but remember this ran on TV, so like their definition of impregnate was he had to like sleep next to them in a bed, and they just absorbed his energy. Like they- there was no 
no literal okay, fuckery I'm happening. So, I'm but just... I'm like, there's a this one was clearly sponsored by the Japanese government. That 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 one oh, definitely man. came from yeah, like the prime minister was looking babies. at those birth rates, and it's like, can we just get these incel ass needs to just start fucking? <laughs> anyway, okay. <laughs> next what's, on my list, what's next? Ek Borough Westgate Park or IWGP. Okay, uh, this looks like a to at least from the the previews a pretty attitude driven gang not really slice of life maybe more drama a little bit of romance but like gang gang drama let's call it that um features sort of warring factions of young high school troublemakers uh and some who fancy themselves vigilantes and they kind of go after each other on the streets from the first preview i thought it was like maybe a little more lighthearted, and then the second preview it looked a little bit darker um, as someone actually mm. gets killed and the main character seems like he's riding the line between, you know, justice and, and chaotic violence. I don't know where this show is going to go. Uh, the only thing that, that stood out to me was number one, um, the studio behind it was Dogo Kobo and they are really more known for sort of like slice of life comedy type stuff. I mean, like they had plastic memories uh, from like m- many years ago, that that was probably um, in my memory being a, a well written show or decently written, but again, they're kind of a hit or miss studio too, and they don't really have a lot of other interesting big name stuff. Mm. Um, Reading the description, it kind of gave me a reminder or like a similarity to K. I don't know if you yes, know. yeah, yeah, it could if, be, yeah. Um, um, but I, but if you watch like the previews, there's definitely a more of an influence of like street culture on the art design. Like mm. there's uh, like graffiti and breaking and like hip hop and other things that are infused, at least in the way the presentation. So so I agree with you that um, there's a there. K, it feels like K on the one hand because K was all about in, their, in that case they were like rival gangs, but they were just magically empowered folks and there was like this whole other yeah backstory would you say maybe it's similar to banana fish gangs um that's what i'm trying to figure out i'm trying to figure out if this is really more serious or this is a show that's going to lean more on like style in the sense of like it's it's about cool presentation of like a street culture environment and then you've got like some some gang story inside of it um shoot now now I'm, i'm i'm blanking uh tokyo tribe that that was something else that stood out to me as maybe an influence. Though so, Tokyo Tribe is a, it's a lot older. B, it is uh, a, a a serious in the sense that people get killed. But I would say a more cartoony or more surreal approach to like street culture, hip hop, gang infused storytelling. This seems way more grounded. At least the character designs look like I don't know, like they're they're not they're not super like perfectly generic but they're somewhat grounded looking people like the proportions and colors and the things people wear are pretty subdued but it's like the environment and the music i think that's kicked up so i'm i'm gonna give it a a watch i'm i have a history personally of like briefly getting into these kinds of shows or manga one of my like low-key favorites even though i never finish the the whatever like new series comes up is like worst or crows those uh-huh. kind of like really long running gang based uh, street tough like manga they usually get like really bad TV or movie adaptations that I then don't watch but they have like eight thousand spinoffs one for every school any any like legendary high school full of tough guys that gets mentioned gets its own series eventually I don't know how they keep producing them but it like I I'm a sucker for that stuff so I'm gonna give IWGP a watch. Okay. Hugh. Um the next one that I have on my list is um I'm standing on one million lives. Did you have that one also? Yes, I did. I, I was not expecting to be interested in this at all. And then I watched the preview preview and was in, Yeah. You know, turned I, um, on a little bit. Yeah, I definitely felt the same way. I kinda was just like, eh, let me watch the P V. It the premise at least sounds interesting, but it... I well, wait, wait, what do I have? Um, I I hope it doesn't turn into a harem because I barely saw any other men in the PV, and I think it can kind of go either way. I think this can either be like really well put together, or I think it can just be like 
a shit show. That's what it gives me. I want to me. go dark. That's what I want. Well, I'm getting dark vibes already. It looks like several people that he knows are going to die because he's going to be selfish in the first part of it. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. And then it's basically going to be like, yeah, actually, no, those people actually died, died because you didn't fucking listen. And yeah, now you want to play the game? So. Yeah, like to me, it. I want it to hew towards the best parts of Darwin's game. That's what I want. Now, <laughs> is that what we're going to get? I have no, <laughs> idea. no idea whatsoever. Um, uh, good but luck. Other, I, it's hard to really say like more than that. I mean, like the story seems pretty isekai-ish, even though they, it seems like they come back, right? Like they go in and then they do like a quest or something happens and they have to like somehow come back again because it, it, it looked like from the preview that there's more real world stuff than fantasy stuff but maybe that's just the first episode where you're seeing them at school and other things like that i have no idea so i'm willing to extend the olive branch of a single episode and if it pisses me off i'm mm. instantly done uh, <laughs> if it intrigues me i will go week to week until it runs out of gas and i looked up the uh the producer's and Maho Film has not really done anything else. They're a new company. Oh. Uh, so there's very little really to go on. At least uh, the production staff didn't stand. No names immediately stood out to me um, as being like, you know, particularly I just want to know why he has um, a, like a pike. Is this what is what is his weapon? Well, isn't he like a farmer? Yeah. Like, but then the other ones have like sword and shield and magic. So I'm like. How the fuck you get this, man? And how are we going to do this? If it turns into a scythe, then, hey, favorite character. Or it could be one of those like very irregular type shows where it's like, oh, I have the worst class. But in fact, you know, I'm applying the term farmer to like some fucked up part of like I can grow my dick. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Uh, what. The, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like just something <laughs> fucking stupid. And then you're like, oh, OK, now we're done. It's over. If it did that, I probably would stick around just to see how ridiculous <laughs> it got, to be honest. Not the dick part, but just, like, how how excessively stupid is this going to get? Like, if it went that That's far. true, yeah. I mean, I I was pleasantly surprised by the preview. It didn't look like... Didn't look like they were presenting trash and selling it on the basis of it being a very trashy, trope-ridden production. Mm-hmm. They, they appear to want to tell a story... And have some structure to it. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna prejudge too much. I, I'm so sick of like isekai death game setups, but I'm willing to at least, you know, try it and find out if it's a little bit different. Yeah. What do you have next on your list? Um, Akudama Drive. Yeah. yeah. I think we both, we're both interested in this one. Uh, I was surprised that I was into it from the preview mm. like when i just sort of read the the synopsis is so sparse uh-huh. that it, it's really like tough to get into and if i and if i'm not wrong this is the same this is the naruto studio right it's studio, studio Piero. Piero. yeah and uh, then i watched the preview Nar- i thought that was the black oh yeah that is naruto studio well isn't it yeah. it's both naruto and, and black, black clover, clover right yeah yeah so like i wasn't i did not have like any interest at Ooh. all well, and then do... I like watched the preview, and I was like, "Oh shit, there well, might be something happening here." They did Tokyo Ghoul too, and I definitely see that shit in it. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And there were a couple of points where it's like I'm, I'm looking at action choreography that even in like a few seconds gives me a lot more confidence in this show's ability <gasps> to at least deliver that part of it, sort of sci-fi fantasy setting. Oh. So even if it turns out that the plot and the writing is really really bad uh-huh um the visuals look good and there's some opportunity for i won't say sakuga but action that interesting fo- yeah action that you can follow visually well there that- was that like choreography oh, fight scene with the knife yes that's what i mean so yeah. i'm like hey okay cool i mean my biggest takeaway from it is that um one of the creators i think both of the creators of danganronpa are part of the storyboard like they're the lead story so uh, if we're getting like Rampa levels of like mind fucks which 
you know, some people always see it coming and that's great. But for me, I kind of just like to like ride the ride of Danganronpa and basically be like, bitch, I don't know what's going to happen next. Oh my God. So if, if that's what this is going to give me that I'm, I'm down for it. Like I'm, I'm completely there, especially if they end the episodes on like huge cliffhangers, um, like Danganronpa three end of despair, then, Hey, bring it. That that's the main yeah. thing that's drawing me to the show. Basically, like the art style and you know Duncan Rampa people behind it. No, I mean that that I've I've played through some of the first Duncan Rampa, uh, and I thought it was really cool. Unfortunately, I was playing it on emulator, so I was not getting the it, I think the full experience that you would if you were playing it handheld, because a lot of the interactions I think that make it neat as a game. Oh. Well, like, they just ported all of it over. Around. Like that oh, shit yeah, yeah, got yeah. that shit got so good. The second game honestly like took me the fuck out. I was like, wow, these motherfuckers really managed to continue this crazy shit, and it's yeah. So I heard a better. lot of really good things about it in general, both as a game and then because it's been animated. I think yeah, the, no, the, the anime. Well, the thing. Well, there's there's they they did an adaptation of the first game as an anime. It's utter garbage. And okay. then they wrapped up the story of the first two games with an anime um, called Super Danganronpa Three, mm-hmm. and but there's also it's basically two anime airing at the same time. So there's despair, there's despair arc, and then there's hope arc. So one of them is showing the past before the first game happens. And then the other one is showing the um, what's happening in the present. And you have to watch the episodes um, alternating. So you have to watch episode one, episode one, episode two, episode two, episode three, episode three. You can't just like watch. Well, you can watch one all the way through, but you'll miss like key story elements because I think one came out on Tuesday and then the next one came out on Friday. And then, okay. but anyways, the se- I, I love Danganronpa, the series. Like, yeah, just, ugh. And I'm a scary bitch. And that shit scared the shit out of me, but it's it's but it's like really like psychological and you know just like you know you like your detective shit, get into it, get into it. It's really like, it's just really fun. It's a really good series. I just if you don't like to read, just fucking get over it. Just read, okay? No, I'm I'm with it, and I will say that um, you know I am inspi- I'm inspired to trust uh, any experienced creative who's coming into projects like this, whether mm-hmm. they're coming from games or other anime, it's not a turnoff for me to, to know that those guys are involved just because I think that this, the Danganronpa is, it just deals with a lot of interesting stuff. Oh my so, God, yes. Because yeah. each so like, character this subject, has I mean, this like, may be more focused, obviously, but like yeah. the subject matter, I think, will carry... Uh, you know, like, if it's, if it's not, not going to live or die on, like, garish, like, visuals or, like, really high-quality animation or action which i i it looks like that might be in there but there's no guarantee if they're at least like dealing with interesting subjects and one or two of the leads that are involved like characters are interesting yeah i could could watch that like mostly i just i turn off shows that irritate me but if it's like pleasant and has some cool stuff in there yeah worth the price of admission so i'll probably be in the same boat of like i'll watch the first episode doesn't piss me off i'll keep watching until it runs out of rope agreed um, so I have on my list next, um, is by the grace of God. And this one is like super duper chill slice of life. Um, it honestly gives me kind of like, um, the sense of bookworm vibes, but basically it's an isekai. Of course it's an isekai, but this guy, he's 39 years old. He dies. And then while he's getting reincarnated, um, these three God, these three gods basically ask him to help them you know, make the new world that he's going to a better place. So he picks like a taming ability and he's able to tame monsters and he basically becomes a slime rancher. And so he tames mm. these slimes and all this kind of stuff like that. And uh, he, I think he like develops, like he finds that like slimes are actually able to like heal people like exponentially better than like traditional medicine and stuff like that. And so he goes on an adventure, just traveling the land um, you know, experiencing new things in the new world while healing people with the slimes. And they're like monsters and stuff like that. They're demi-humans and things like that. So it kind of just seems like it's one of those shows where it's like a kickback and just like, you know, there'll be a slight bit of drama, but there's always going to be a happy ending. Yeah, having some chill shows, I think, is a definitely oh, a good absolutely. thing. I, I make the mistake every season of like not having some wind-down programming. So when I'm my week is like usually... 
building up for hype or dreading some potential story outcome. <laughs> 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 I don't think either one of those are like perpetually healthy. Yeah, feelings to be I mean, this one that the main reason that's the main reason why this one stood out for me because I basically was just like, I'm gonna need something to chill because there's a lot of stuff this season. Like they basically yeah. chunk, they basically just like threw the fucking bat at this season because they were like, "Yo, we missed out on so much other shit. We gotta get, we gotta get it moving again, man." Yeah, so. I don't even know. Like historically, isn't like the fall, fall to winter usually when like the, I don't know what you call it, the heavy hitters come out. Yeah, this is I mean, usually like My Hero Academia maybe. time. Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, there's almost too much. I mean, there probably is too much. Really, I think it. I think uh, there's too much to be honest. I actually, as I was going through the list, I basically was thinking I'm probably gonna drop a whole bunch of these and just come back to them at a later date because it, it's probably yeah. too much. Yeah, and I will also say that like I I will be in the same boat of dropping things, but it won't necessarily be because they're bad. Yeah, it'll just be like literally a time sink. Like I'm not someone who normally watches everything in a season i have like you know between one or maybe three shows that i that i stick with that are any good from yeah. season to season so like if i were to include all the series that are coming back that i really like we're already well over like four or five plus the new stuff so i gotta and if we you know, still have my fire point of view, i feel like some of this could have been like spaced out more i breathe such a sigh of relief when they announced that attack on titan was delayed like it to be honest, you probably reason. would have had to do like well, not full episodes, but I feel like those episodes alone would I would have been like what the blah 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 yeah. blah blah blah. But you yeah. already read, so yeah. Well, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out like, are they gonna do more? Is it gonna be a two core or are they gonna do double like forty minute episodes or something? Oh, because... if they do forty minute episodes, that's gonna be crazy. Eh, I mean, they would never do it. I think J- Japanese TV is usually formatted around like twenty twenty two minutes or twenty three minutes. And then like, a shit ton of ads. Yeah, they, in fact, they don't really even have that many like hour long programs. It's not just anime. Mm. Like in general, a lot of their like TV dramas are are formatted for thirty well thirty total minutes in a slot. Um, I don't know the reason for that. I'm sure that it has something to do with like the history of broadcast over there. Um, but they don't. They also don't really import a lot of American television, and that has been. If you look at countries that that do their own native production and they do have like hour long dramas, it's usually like former colonial places or you know British or French or or place with a lot of American influence. Usually, like TV shows are shorter, just less expensive, and all of other stuff. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. Um, I have no idea how Attack on Titan would wrap in 13 episodes or 12 episodes. There's no way in hell they can do that. I, I do not believe so. No. That is not possible. And if they do um, do it, then wow, what a way to fuck up the ending. Right. Like, I could see if they did a two-core and a movie. Ooh, they, you know what? That might that'd be a great way to end Attack on Titan yeah. with a movie. I, I, I am, especially given that it's not finished yet. So... <laughs> Ooh, you that would be you know what you're probably dead on they're probably gonna do a two-core season and then at the end they're gonna announce the movie and then yeah. maybe the movie will come out like right before the week of the final chapter or some shit like that. right well the i think it's ending it's supposed to be ending in like the next three months so it'll be oh. done it will be done by the time now the season four starts airing so it'll be but in what the i'm middle. saying is the un the unadapted material is like three how do I say this? They could put the next two arcs into a two core series, but the current one that is ending the 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 plot is a third arc, and it it sort of extends the the second to last one, and so it it would be pretty well I don't know formulated to be like an hour and a half film wrapping things up. But I don't know if they will. I have no. I've done no research. I have no intelligence on what the plan is. I don't even know. If the season four is supposed to be too core, I have no earthly idea how they're going to manage this. Well, it's not coming until December, so we'll yeah we'll see then. So I think the next thing on my list was Yukoku no Moriarty or Moriarty the Patriot. Yeah. This one stuck out to me for a few reasons. Reason okay. number one: production IG is involved. That I mean, yeah, just just hang your hat up right there, like, yeah, like that. That's it's going to look good. It's going to sound good. It's going to be pretty decently paced. Um, I didn't wind up... Before I, I got into it, I didn't go and look at the production staff who are behind it. 
Um, the director has been on a couple of things, but the one that stood out to me is a show that we've talked about on a couple of occasions Uh-oh. as being a lost gem, which is Bonin no Zammed, or Zammed the Animation, which mm. is a, tra- I guess you'd call it like a, a transformational mecha, sort of bio-mecha show that came out exclusively on the PlayStation Network yeah. way back when on the PS3, and so as, as a result of that... Um, it didn't get a lot of exposure, but it was produced by Bones. I mean, technically, it's an original net animation because it never aired on on TV. Um, but I really, 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 really like Zammed a lot. I can't believe and, I still haven't watched that shit. And just and uh, the director Kazuya Nomura was directly responsible for like about a like a third of the episodes. Um, and he did a lot of like key animation work. Uh, he doesn't really have like a long history of other like leads on like directorial leads. The only thing I could find uh, was the show Black Fox, which I never heard of and couldn't really tell Black if it was any Fox? good. Oh, that yeah. movie thing. Yeah. Oh no, that shit sucked, man. Yeah. So like, not well, sure. It didn't suck. It, it just wasn't good. Yeah. It so w- this is so so nothing again. Nothing else really stood out in that area. However. Aside from the fact that it's a production IG, the actual synopsis is pretty cool. So it's basically focusing on what I'm going to assume is probably like a slightly alt history version of like 19th century Britain. And the lead character is James Moriarty, who people would know um, from the connection to the Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, um, that's what drew me to it. I was like, as being like the primary antagonist. And so at least in the description of what the show is going to be about, it's sort of like flipping the idea of like the uh, I don't know like detective for hire or not even detective for hire but but like detective consultant sort of show mm-hmm. where he's a consultant for like villains yeah uh, and I think that's really cool um, and sh- is and, Sherlock gonna show up as the well as that's the, the thing I don't I don't know uh, but I would actually be happier if if it if he didn't that if instead huh. this was like because it seemed like both from the preview and from the the synopsis. That the show actually does have something to say about, uh, like something political. There's a political message embedded in here. Oh, definitely. When they're talking about like the nobles and stuff, right? Like they they key in on the like the class based society. And the thing is, like, I'm not British, but from what I understand, talking to friends and family of friends who live in the UK, that even in 2020, their society, their culture has not really shed a lot of like the class dichotomy that is much more prevalent there than it is in the United States. In the United States it exists and it's strong, but it's, as far as like culture goes, us has this culture of like air quotes being a class free society where you can make it. If you, you know, work hard and you make money, and da, da, da. we know that that's bullshit, but like that's part of the popular DNA of like the culture. Whereas like in great Britain, because of that history of, literal separation of classes between like landed nobility and everybody else um they like if you go back and set something in the 19th century and then say explicitly that the main character's goal is to overturn the class-based structure of society and make a new world you're making a pretty strong political statement so i'm just curious like how far they intend to take that or if it's just a you know a, a setup to have like interesting anti-authoritarian action Sort of like like Code Geass, right? Oh, like there's yes. a political message there, but like no one could seriously take their their I don't know, like their own personal cues from Lelouch in real life. It's absolutely it's so, fucking it's, not. Yeah, it it would be so absurd and so <laughs> disconnected from any reality. Like these are that that's like school shooter syndrome where you're like, I oh, watched an God. anime and now I think I understand how the real world works. Like no, but if they do have like. <laughs> If they have like something interesting to say just in the, the confines of the show, I know that I will be entertained because um, it's going to look good, sound good, and, and have a message. Um, so I, I just thought it looked cool. Cool. Uh, well, yeah, that you said all, all that needed to be said on that one. I, just, I, I was just looking forward to it because it looked pretty as fuck. I was like, wow, the animation's really fucking nice on this shit. Damn right. Cool. Going with it. So uh, the next one that I have, oh, we already have Perfect. Um, is the Wandering Witch: The Journey of Eliana, 
And basically, this is another one where the music in the PV kind of drew me in. The quality of the animation already was fucking, like, gorgeous from Jump. But then once I got to a translated trailer, it basically is about this girl who, she's already a witch. And she's basically traveling around the world. And the theme of the show is, like, you know, it's her tale of, um, of nonstop, tale of many farewells. So basically it's her like, you know, coming into people's lives, you know, helping them with their problems and then leaving. But from what I'm getting from the PVs is that like there's a reason why she's always leaving and that she always doesn't want to go. So mm. I'm like, huh, okay, I think there might be something else going on out here. And then when I got to the second PV, of course, there was another like awesome song and then they were way more detailed. Like her mentor apparently was like mentally abusing her and shit like Ooh. that. And I was like, wait a second. I was like, um, I'm going to give you a few episodes. Hold on. Or that's what I got from it. So I kind of yeah. was just like, huh. So your teacher actually was fucking like, not, not like fucking, but you know, your teacher was like fucking around with you and she was just like you actually don't want me to become a witch you bitch and i'm just like oh my god what's going on no i thought y'all were happy so i'm gonna give that one an episode or two um also because you know magic girl magical <laughs> girl of course i'm gonna watch it of course so that should that sort of segues into what is sort of last on my list but it's the big question mark for me this season if i will even get through one episode because there there are too many markers that go in different directions for everything i've seen about this which is uh and i didn't actually include this in our our, our pre-show talk because i still wasn't sure uh-huh it's the higurashi no nakukoro ni or higurashi when they cry oh um that's a no for me already because yeah. i yeah. saw i think i saw spoilers and there's like a lot of like gru- is there there's there's gruesome death in that bitch so this is so okay so here's great i'm happy that you you took a look at this so i had no interest in it at all just because i just i saw some some pictures and i literally read like the first sentence of the synopsis i'm like up oh, slice of life not interested. I see a bunch of little girls Mm-mm. and like some high school guys. It's just not my thing. It's for somebody else. Oh, then I like man. scrolled down and I saw the studio that was making it. It's Passion, which I know for making porn. Yeah. So I was like, huh, why is Passion working on a product? And then I went back up and I read the second sentence or whatever, the second paragraph <laughs> <laughs> of, the, of the synopsis. And it's like, Something is wrong with this town. Something dreadful. Something horrible. Dark secrets. I'm like, okay, porn studio. Dark weird secrets. slice of life, borderline high school harem situation. But also, it's listed as a horror anime. <laughs> so there's just flags going in every direction. Then I watched the preview. It looks like it's some dark shit. Like someone's going. Like apparently on the on a certain day every year. In this like idyllic little town, one person dies and one person goes missing, and like the town is hiding secrets. And like this new guy moves in, he's having a great time meeting all these people, all these cute girls, and then a bad shit's gonna happen. And I didn't see any mention of like etchy or other shit that the studio is known for. So that makes me be like, you know, hey, I could maybe I could see my way into the series if it is sufficiently brutal if- to some of these awful saccharine like harem looking girls like if some of them get dismembered within oh, the first episode this i'm is there what, for it this is and that's it so i might pick it up if it gets enough enough you know ugh, if, if niggas are basically like yo this shit's actually really fucking good i'm probably gonna end up picking it up eventually but i just remember seeing one of those like mangled bodies with like mm-hmm. blood oozing out of one of the little girl's eyes and i was like wait what and apparently they've done this this is like a reboot of a remake of the anime or like a reboot i think they've oh, done already... this before oh so that's a lot of people apparently were looking forward to this because they were like oh they fucked it up the first time we're so happy it's coming back so i was like oh well, who, what is this oh, wait doop, 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 doop. and when i went <laughs> to go do that research it up the first time. So yeah, when I went to go do the research, I ran across that like body and I was like, oh, oh, this isn't my cup of tea at all. 
No, thank you. No, mm. thanks. If it, you know, but you know, if it's you know critically acclaimed and everyone's just like, this is this is it. This is what is this is the accurate representation. I will give it um something, maybe a little something. bit, but you know, I, I'm not the horror motherfucker. Yeah. So. so this, so my rule is, and this is gonna be, it's gonna be tough because you know the director of the show didn't know they were making it to conform to my values. So here's my rule. If in the first episode I'm introduced to one of these horrifically cute slice of life high school girls that just piss me off to no end in all these shows, and by the end of that episode she is in pieces in someone's basement or in a shed somewhere, I will continue to watch the show. You know what? If they I try would to too. like string too. along like the the, the you know, non horror elements be like to be past episode one, I don't care if it's good. I'm, it's instantly dropped. I get it. I get it. So you got to kill someone. Kill kill someone brutally. Brutally in that first episode I'm in. Well, okay. Um uh, do you have any more? No, that's pretty much it aside oh. from Well, then let the me returners. run through my last. I have uh, three that I'm going to run through really quick. Two of them are just like, you know, whatever's. But so there's one called Talentless Nana that um it got my interest just from the just from the visual that i saw um the trailer actually seemed really good but this is giving me like super dark my hero academia vibes which yeah so it it basically it's like all of these kids with superpower or teenagers with superpowers all live on this island um and they go to this school and they're basically training to fight the like threats to humanity like apparently something happened and monsters and interdimensional beings and all that kind of shit just started to like pop up and be in the underdregs of human society it started started starting chaos and so these kids are training there and apparently the main character is going to the island he doesn't have any kind of powers but he's apparently supposed to be like the leader of all the kids. And so like the, tr- the PV was showing, you know, different people with different powers. Um, and then after a certain point, it just got really dark. Like I saw people getting pushed off of ledges and shit. And I was like, wait a second, hold on. Um, I know cause the homegirl was just like, Oh yeah, my power is to read minds. And I was like, okay, so why are you flinging over a fucking cliff, bitch? You got to die. <laughs> so I was just like, w- um, I think I might, Tune into this shit. And the animation reminded me of My Hero Academia. And one of the voice actors reminded me of Deku's voice actor. And so I went and looked up the cast, and it's not Deku's voice actor. So I was just like, huh. So, I don't know. I was like, I don't know if they're trying to draw, like, you know, draw people in with, like, having maybe the kind of same style. But I think the anime, what is this? The animation studio is Bridge. And they did, oh, actually, Bridge is doing the new Shaman King. Huh. But um they did Fairy Tale and oh, there was something else that they did too. Oh, and Nobunagan, which I watched two episodes of and was like, I'm done. But thank you. But <laughs> the animation in the PV looked really good. So I was like, hey, if if this was gonna be like, then I might this might be like my my guilty pleasure where I'm just like, you know, this shit ain't good, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I, th- so I, I, I have think, faith. I think I before faith. I knew the name i saw one of the previews this may have been like a week or two ago uh-huh. and i just saw some chick licking another chick's leg and i'm like oh, <laughs> not for me oh i don't even know if i saw that preview um, <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely in, in the preview whatever the latest the last one was oh shit <laughs> well i like the art style so i'm gonna get i'm not saying style. it's bad at all i just took a look i'm like this may not be listen that might be, be one high of their fucking powers she might have like a poison tongue or some shit who knows i think she was trying to heal somebody oh that makes sense but yeah let but. me get through these. and then these other two so assault lily bouquet it basically it's um teenage girls with huge ass weapons fighting monsters um i saw the pvs of it uh once again the music was the thing that drew me in and kept me watching the pv the monsters basically are cg but the animation that i saw for the fighting looked really fucking good but i'm afraid that it might fall into the same um the same kind of you know thing that a lot of these like girl um fighting animes do which is it's more slice of life let's be friends as opposed to fighting 
Cause if it does that, then I drop it so fucking fast. Like I, I, I can't, I can't do that shit. I need the fight. I want to see the size disparity of a little lolly beating the shit out of stuff with a huge weapon. That is entertaining to me. I'll take it. And there are no men, so I'll take it even more. But great, I get just, them out of here. Yeah, but if they do, like you know, friendship is best, and we are friends. I'm a then no, I'm not gonna watch that. And then also the new Love Live Idol is you know airing with those other girls that were on the video game exclusively. Um, I'm gonna watch that shit primarily because it's Love Live and no shit music. Gonna fucking love it. And that's all that I have. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, there's all the returning stuff, which you know. It oh, is what yeah. it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm going to still be watching Return of Stuff, Fire Force, Don Machi, um, Mahoka. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to okay. be watching Golden Kamui, right? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm all over Golden Kamui. Um, so there will be things that we'll be covering um, outside of the new stuff. So in case all that shit's a wash, at least we have, you know, tried and trues. Right, we'll figure out what the what the weekly reviews are going to be. I think we got lucky, um, at least the last couple of times, of choosing at least one of the new uh, shows running that season that turned out to you know be pretty good. Oh yeah, um, you know at least one per per season so far. I couldn't necessarily tell you off the top of my head, like outside of my personal hype for Jujutsu Kaisen, what might stand out from this crop. I think there's there's a wide range of outcomes for a lot of these yeah. non-returners, and it's it'll be interesting to actually know like which ones sort of. I don't know. One hundred one million lives gives me a vibe where I'm just like I'm I'm on the like yes fuck yes or meh no. Yeah, I, I that that actually was the one that I think if I was to go by shows that I had initial feelings about and then either watched the preview or got more information about. And my expectations were raised. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say it would be I'm standing on a million lives and <gasps> Oh um, wait, I forgot. Well, we didn't mention Yashahime. Oh, well right, because that's not well, it's technically new. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's technically new, but of course we're watching Yashahime. Who the fuck isn't yeah. watching Yashahime? It's no no question about that. Yeah, it's a sequel to Inuyasha. I don't think I think <laughs> if I looked at everything this season and I had to pick one show that couldn't be bad. It's Yashahime. It's Yashahime. <laughs> There's no way. Like, like technically, Haikyuu should also be in that same mm. same vein. But I'm just saying, like, it's possible that that show, for some reason or somehow, could, like, fall off a cliff right before the, <laughs> you know, like, the, the, big, the big showdown. That they set up in like the first oh. you know half of the season they cut, that got Shaft cut off. Is but I don't I don't think that that's possible. But Yashahime is a slam dunk. It is a return from a like legendary beloved series from a woman who ha- can do no wrong, featuring a cast of incredibly likable like characters that we don't know anything about. Yes. So there's no like. There's no like re- you get all the n- the nostalgia bump of it being a sequel to Inuyasha, but you then have the intrigue of not knowing anything about where the story is going. I mean, I don't know how you could do better than that. That was one of the best PVs. That was one yeah. of the best. It gave us it well, yeah, it gave so much information, but like it just like dangled it. It was just like. We know you motherfuckers have been waiting for this shit, and we're going to give you, like, a little bit of what the fuck is going on, but we still haven't released who the fuck those people are, who whose mama and daddy that person's guys is. Like, they barely told us anything about the guys, but yeah. I just the general premise of it, I'm like, I'm watching it, period. I'm, I'm watching it, hands down. Yeah, I, I can I also, like, put a shout out, not in a good way, like, so, <laughs> so if Yashahime is, like, the 100% slam dunk of this season. The one show that I'm actively bothered by its existence is that Iwa Kakaru sport climbing girl shit. <laughs> like, I I can't... No, I hate Mahoka. I hate it. I hate that show with every fiber of my being. The problem that I have with Iwa Kakaru is that it might actually, under the surface, wind up being a fairly competent show. But I have no idea why this was made. 
Um, I have this is no idea. This is free for men. But who does this actually appeal to? Um, men and lesbians. I don't know. Does it even appeal to lesbians? Well, we need I, to get a I, lesbian I, on here to answer I, that question because because like it's an so it's a it's not a rant, <laughs> but it's just just a we need to find open, a lesbian to answer the question. Yeah, like it's an open this open question, which is. We know that every season or every other season, there's some weird oh. girl-centric sports anime that is only there for fan James. service and like strange is, Japanese shit. It's right? listed here. It's comedy etchy. It's not going to be serious. Of course, it's not going to be serious. But my point is that like, so now we've got one about competitive rock climbing, and even if you like look at the the poster or the 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 character like images and everything else like i'm all for muscular they're women. ripped they are ripped and that's a great look i think like that part of it is appealing in terms of just the sport component about how they're going to represent female bodies and everything mm-hmm. else but then i watched the preview and i i i just the reason i'm so confused is because on one level they are taking certain things very seriously like presentation wise and then on another level it is completely abssurd like the i don't even i don't i'm not gonna get into it i'm not gonna describe Maybe anything it's about just it quintessential I, Japanese. <laughs> I just don't know who this is for that's all i'm saying i have no idea it's well, based on like we're gonna some, find out some, some like web only manga that like them there have to be like five thousand people who are just obsessed with this and spent a whole bunch of money Cause like there's uh, how did this get adapted? Of all the things that are out there that could be getting made right now, why why is this being made? That's all I gotta ask. That's it. Find a lesbian. We'll ask her. Is this her thing? Because I don't know too many like <laughs> like because the thing is it's a sports anime and the girls are ripped and they are theoretically like doing like real sports activity, but like the guys who would be into this are also not watching anime like this, right? You're this right. is not for dudes. And and for women, I don't know, like, aside from, like, the lesbians, like, who's getting the benefit of the fan service that is all over this thing? I yeah. don't know. Uh, uh, whatever. I mean... I'd probably give it more energy than it deserves, but come on. Yeah, um, I, I'm literally all the not shot, even All the climbing shots attention. are either vertical, so you can see the into their massive cleavage, yep. or or from below... To catch the camel toe, like this is and the camel not toe real. is animated as fuck. Yes. Hey, I mean, well, hey, Shaft is the one that's animating Assault Lily Bouquet, so that kind of upped my expectations for it. Yeah, that's gonna be fine. <laughs> be totally fine. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, hey, that is it is what it is. I guess you're right. All right, and that is the end of our fall 2020, you know, things we are probably, and I guess we also did things that we are definitely not going to watch, and we also need to find a lesbian. So. Yes, we do. Got to find a lesbian. So, you know, if y'all know any lesbians that have opinions on this, you know, you can hit us up at our email, animesavants at gmail.com, or on our social media, anime underscore savants on Twitter, um, anime savants on Instagram, and then my regular Instagram is J-B-O-N-N-T-E-R. Wait, no, that's my Twitter, not the Instagram. I'm not giving y'all my Instagram. No. Oh, my Twitter. <laughs> no, it's not bad. It's just, you know, you gotta, you know, just, you know, I'm pretty boring. Separate the streams. I guess. I don't know. I'm very, listen, if there's one thing I would not like to see, I should, I should make my Twitter private. I just, whatever. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I don't take enough pictures to have Instagram be useful for me. Same. I've been using it just for stories. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah, so those are those socials. You can uh, catch me anytime hanging out on Twitter at Neural Handshake all one word hit us up on our youtube page at anime okay that's it bye peace